John, your passion for vegetables, <laughs> organic vegetables, <laughs> actually, you know, turned into something much more than just a hobby, right? So how, yes. how did that happen? Okay, first of all, uh, we just got to clarify on the technicality of organic, right? So I don't go organic vegetables because in Malaysia, uh, they follow a set of rules that uh, states that organic vegetables has to be grown in the soil. So it's like, it follows like a 50-year-old kind of ruler. Mm -hmm. um, so, so just, just uh, changing on that. So we just uh, mentioned that we grow pesticide-free vegetables. Actually. Uh, and it's funny, I mean, I, I didn't study uh, anything to do with agriculture. Uh, I'm actually a hospitality graduate. Uh, I've, oh, always wow. been around, I've always been around food and uh, service and hospitality since I was 16 years old. Mm -hmm. uh, but um, it's quite a long story, but I'll try to like shorten, shorten how I got into this. Uh, okay. But basically, um, I, was all, I was always around food, uh, like I mentioned, uh, growing up. And then what happened was that I entered into working into restaurants and hotels. Um, but in 2013, I actually came back from Thailand. Uh, I was managing a hotel there. I came back to Thailand. To from where? Sorry, can you say that again? Uh, from Bangkok in Thailand. Uh, and I came back and then uh, I started a waste management company, actually, which is totally on the other opposite end. Okay, of, uh, wait. Sorry, yeah. I have to stop you. you you're in F&B <laughs> for yes. years. Yes. You leave Bangkok and Thailand and you start a waste management. Like, yes, how did you? Correct. How did that jump happen? I know the, your your expression is the same like what my mom gave to me the first time. Right? <laughs> what hospitality? Then you come back to work in the waste management, which is like super dirty, etc. But uh, anyways, I actually chanced upon a technology. Uh, it's an organic uh, enzyme technology that helps to break down organic waste, so food waste, um, you know, agriculture waste, etc. Um, in in Thailand. Uh, and so I, I used it in my premise, in my hotel, and I, it worked for me. Uh, and I said, hey, you know, this technology actually brings a lot of change to the environment. It's good for the people. It's good for the users. Um, you know, why don't I try to bring something back uh, to Malaysia? So that's how I actually started. So I came back 2013. Uh, I started this waste management company with my elder brother. And we were servicing a lot of restaurants. Uh, we were servicing a lot of farms, um, a lot of uh, kitchen processing, factories, etc., and all that. Uh, and that's how I started to actually start uh, to know about more of the supply chain, um, you know, um, and that's where I started to foray into uh, agriculture. So the whole idea was um, with, with our organic products, what we can do is we can break down this waste uh, and we were looking to turn it into like food waste. Uh, uh, sorry, we're looking to turn it into compost actually. Um, so I, I was already servicing all the restaurants around Clank Valley, etc., um, and then they meant I was talking to the owners and they said, Hey, you know, John, it's always very difficult to get good quality produce. Always very good to, good, uh, to get good quality produce consistently. So I thought, right. Hey, you know, that's a, that's a place where I can actually start to look into. Uh, and I, at that time, had a lot of all this compost and I was thinking, Hey, maybe I take this compost, turn it into uh, vegetables, sell these vegetables back to my clients. That, that sounds like a good story. Uh, and that's how I actually got into it. Uh, so 2015, I started dabbling and I started going into agriculture. Uh, and then uh, three years later, Cultivate was born in 2018. Yeah. Okay, so what was different from with Cultivate that was different from um, what you were doing before in terms of growing stuff? Um, so uh, Cultivate is more of a modern farming company where we actually uh, use um, sustainable methods to grow our produce. 
uh, and all our produce are pesticide free. Uh, we managed to grow them at large scale uh, and we use a lot of technology. Uh, we use a lot of uh, sensors, IoT, etc. like that. Uh, compared to previously, it's more of a traditional uh, kind of open, open air planting, you know, uh, and it's very susceptible mm -hmm. to, um, you know, the environment and we unfortunately had to use a lot of chemicals and pesticides. Uh, so that's that's one of the biggest things that uh, right. is the difference. Maker. Yeah. So is the biggest challenge for you then making sure that you never get uh, cut, uh, caught in an electricity shortage? <laughs> yes. And so that's, that's, uh, that's something that we can share actually what happened uh, when the flood happened uh, mm. later on. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Now, just mm. a little bit more about sort of the, the produce you do. What, what did sure. you start off with? And like, where are you now in terms of the different things you have? Okay, so uh, in the beginning, when I started in the traditional farming method, um, you know, I, I didn't have any um, experience. So I just basically grew whatever that uh, was hardy and whatever that can grow, right? So I, I started off with bananas, uh, pumpkins. Uh, I had a bit of chili. Uh, I did ladies' fingers, etc. So these were the produce that I was uh, I started off with. Mm -hmm. uh, but as I started talking to a lot of different uh, business owners and restaurant owners, and then uh, they started to tell me exactly what were the type of produce that they wanted. Uh, and so right now, what we do is we do uh, a variety of uh, lettuces. Mm -hmm. um, we have uh, cherry tomatoes uh, um, and normal tomatoes. Uh, we have high high produce, I mean high quality produce like um, which is quite difficult to go, which is like kale, rocket, uh, variety of herbs uh, and microgreens, etc. So these are the produce that I am currently uh, going right. on. Now, a little while ago, uh, we were talking and you mentioned the flood. So obviously I was joking about the fact that since you're such a high tech company, electricity is really important yes. um, and you were severely hit by the floods. Yes. Can you tell us uh, what happened to your farm? So just to give some context, I think our farm is uh, lo uh, located in Kampung Perempat in Klang. Uh, and it's funny because... Uh, when we started uh, at this farm uh, three years ago in 2018, I asked the landowner, I said, hey, you know, have you have any experience with floods here before? And they say, no, never in the, the past um, uh, 50 to 100 years, you know, in that sense that he know of. Mm -hmm. So we're like, oh, okay, so that's, that's safe. basically safe. Mm -hmm. right? um, but I think really this flood has hit, I think, not just... Uh, ourselves but everyone by surprise right um, and it's like one in 50 years that has happened mm -hmm. um, so we actually grow um, just to give some context on the farm we actually grow all of our produce uh, above the ground we don't grow them in, uh, in the ground uh, mm -hmm. we grow them in a controlled environment so it's a greenhouse with sensors um, you know um, and uh, technology we use technology um, so what happened was that uh, on Friday night, actually, uh, we had a Thanksgiving dinner uh, for the first time for all my staff in two years because of the COVID and the pandemic, right? right. So we never met everybody uh, over the past two years. So everybody gathered uh, on Friday night and all my colleagues uh, gathered together and we were just th thanking them for all their hard work and we basically survived through the pandemic. Mm -hmm. uh, but it was um, something that I didn't even expect that some of them who have gone home after that dinner would actually go back to homes that were actually flooded, right? So that was actually quite um, 
uh, was quite hard uh, as a leader of the company to hear. Mm. Um, you know, when the next morning when I woke up and saw all the different messages from all the different groups uh, of my colleagues uh, and the management team, mm. uh, it was something very hard to swallow actually in the beginning um, because it was just from night to day, right? We were celebrating together, thanking everybody, and then suddenly we have another a, a big uh, mountain to climb again in terms of this this flat. Mm. Um, so. What happened when I woke up uh, and I got all these messages, the first thing was actually uh, the concern of the staff, right, of my colleagues. Um, and how we do it is that through Cultivate, we actually provide jobs to the local communities around our farm. So that's our right. brand promise. Mm -hmm. uh, and what happened is that we have uh, colleagues that stay around the farm. Mm -hmm. When we try to access the CCTV of the farm, uh, it, apparently it, it couldn't go through, right? We didn't have any feed. So we were thinking, okay, if... If the, if the CCTV is not working, then it's a big thing because the CCTV in terms of the like motherboard, right? It's in a very sheltered, built, built like strong, durable electrical box. Mm -hmm. So imagine if the CCTV is down, means there's something wrong, right? right. Uh, and uh, we actually have contingency plans in terms of electricity. We have backup generators, etc., and all that for uh, any, in case of any, uh, cut Cuts. Electricity, mm. yeah, which we actually had before uh, and it actually uh, managed to help us in terms of the generator so that was the backup so we thought okay if the backup is not working and the CCTV is not working it means that he has already hit like quite severely right. uh, and so the management team I think one of my um, the head, head grower of the of uh, Cultivate, he just called me and said, hey, you know, I think you just got to brace yourself, prepare yourself for a total loss of the entire farm. Mm -hmm. um, so that was a, quite, a, quite a hard thing to actually swallow, mm -hmm. um, you know, considering the fact that the past two years has been so difficult for us also with the whole pandemic. Right. right. Um, yeah. So when I, uh, I think moving through that process, the first thing next was actually taking care of the colleagues so we're reaching out to some of the colleagues uh, and fortunately, a lot of them moved out to temporary shelters already, um, you know, like to the, the nearby mosques, uh, to the nearby schools, etc. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. uh, and that uh, that gave some sort of relief. Um, but there were other colleagues who were actually just stuck at home um, and they were saying like, oh, you know, we have the fam we have our family, we can't leave. It's not so easy. Right, because we have aging parents, etc., and all that. Right. Um, oh but God. the water was like I think at the beginning of Saturday morning, the water was in the house already, but it was maybe at ankle le ankle level. Right. right? Uh, but by afternoon, because of the continuous rain, uh, it already reached their their hip level. Goodness. Right. So yeah. this was this was big concerns for us because um, also in our farm, a lot of our colleagues are actually uh, women. Ninety percent of them are women. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, we were just thinking like, okay, um, how, how can we actually help them? Um, so what happened was that the management team, together with my co-founders, we, we tried to actually go in, uh, try to drive from uh, our HQ in Sunway uh, to Klang. So we tried for a good three to four hours trying to find ways using different met met methods, etc., or mm -hmm. different ways lah. Uh, to go and we, we didn't manage to actually go because the rain was so so bad. Um, all the highways were actually flooded. Um, right. So that was a big concern for us. Um, so you can just imagine like, um, you know, you just didn't have any appetite to eat. You were just like, 
just so worried like, in that sense yeah. um, throughout the whole Saturday and every time you look out the window it didn't stop raining right? yes, so it was, was just like, constant yeah, rain yeah, yeah. it was just constant rain everyone was mm. just like oh you know it's going to stop soon it's going to stop soon yeah. um, but that was the big concern yeah so uh, we were just trying to mobilise um, and thankfully we had some staff uh, in Klang in the Shah Alam area uh, Setia Alam area that could move around so they were actually trying to help us to go to the farm also to just check on how the farm is. So mm. there was two concerns for me, the farm and also the staff. Yeah. Um, so that was basically my whole Saturday. Um, and, um, and in the end, we didn't manage to successfully go on Saturday. Um, so we just told the staff to stay put, let us know how we can help. Uh, yep. And on our side, we we're just mobilizing. Yeah. So, so that when was did basically- you actually get... When did you actually manage to get down there, get to the farm, get to see your... Okay, your so that was... I managed to get to the farm on Saturday... Uh, on Sunday, sorry, at 3 p.m. So what happened was uh-huh. we started to leave Sunway on Sunday in the morning uh, at 10 a.m. Um, but we actually had to make a stop at the staff quarters first, at the colleague, my colleague's quarters first, uh, because they were all stuck there with no access to good water to electricity uh, things like that right um, so the priority was actually to just get all as much drinking water as we can we loaded up into a, a truck and then we we made our way over to that place uh, and it was crazy I mean it, uh, what a usual uh, journey of maybe 30 minutes it took us about four and a half hours to five hours to actually reach um, uh, Klang itself Mm. Right, uh, and we we passed through about seventeen different, um, uh, I would say, flood areas, mm-hmm. uh, and some were there when we when we drove our trucks through. Um, you know, we just have to brace it, uh, because the waters were up to the door of the the four wheel trucks. My so it was goodness, quite, uh, yeah, it was quite scary. Uh, at at sometimes, um, you know, at times we were thinking to ourselves, do we do we actually brave through the the um, the waters and you know maybe get stuck ourselves. Or um, you know, should we just turn around and try again on on uh, mon- on Monday? Mm. Uh, but I think um, we managed to just push through uh, with the help. Um, but one of the things that was really hard uh, aching also is that along the way we met so many different types of people. Um, they were all helping each other, um, you know, and it was heartbreaking to see the devastation that has happened. But yeah. also, it was such a good feeling to see how uh, Malaysians unite under these kind of circumstances. Mm-hmm. So I think that was really a reminder of the beauty of our country and the beauty of the people. Right. Um, you know, and everybody was helping each other. They're telling us, okay, go here. You can't cut here. You know, so we were very successful um, in terms of reaching our farm, not on our own strength, but also the strength of the other fellow Malaysians that have helped us. In the way. So yeah. when you got to the farm, I mean... Just give us a quick sort of okay. So we went to the farm. Yeah, I know it's a bit long, but uh, when we got to the farm, it was it was uh, it was a relief. Um, What happened was that the water actually subsided. Um, So the main concern for us, number one, was actually just to make sure that the whole place was safe. So we went through all the electrical things, but a lot of them was actually damaged. Um, So we can imagine how fast the water was in terms of the current. Because all the electrical boxes and all that that holds the CCTV, uh, the backup generators and all were broken actually. Uh, and some heavy items that were on pallets uh, that were placed in front of the farm, we found it like 50, 100 meters behind the farm. It so was like a tornado imagine. had come through. Yeah, correct. Just... So that was a big concern for us. Um, uh, at first glance, um, the, the 
the vegetables uh, were not harmed in that way because everything was elevated. So right. we, we, we do our vegetables at table height farming, mm-hmm. right? Um, so it was all safe, but a lot of them were actually stressed out. So we could see that they were very stressed because uh, of the different conditions yes. and also because there was lack of sunlight also in the past two days of the rain. Yeah. Um, so there was a concern, um, but we were just going through. So the first glance is that uh, basically all the site structures, the supporting officers, the packing centers, the germination rooms and all that were all uh, destroyed actually by the water. Um, so um, that, was, that was the first uh, thing that we saw. Um, the second was the stress of the vegetables. Um, and then the third was just making sure like all of our seeds um, were, were in, in, in good condition. Um, the vegetables were not harmed. Um, so these were some of the things that we saw. Um, right. But we were very fortunate, I would say. Uh, we, we did suffer about 40% uh, losses in that sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, we are thankful that no one is hurt. Uh, no one yeah. is damaged. Yeah. Tell us about, you know, sort of the the cleanup effort afterwards, having to rebuild um, in terms of the impact on your business financially with all the damage, but also um, just with the state of everything. Um, it, it, was, uh, it was a tough time because uh, it's also the year end. Uh, mm. And it's the first time that a lot of our colleagues were actually taking leave uh, after, you know, nonstop working for the past two years during the pandemic, right? So a lot of them, so we were short in terms of manpower. It's also a very busy week because it's the Christmas week. So this is where our sales are, you know, like full force. Uh, we, 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 we have sold out all of our orders. Um, so the, the first thing was that it was very difficult because a lot of our cu- customers were actually relying on us to produce, to uh, provide the produce. Um, mm. So for me, it was very difficult to just tell them like, you know, um, restaurants we can't supply to you because of this situation right, right. um and so that was difficult in terms of that so uh, how much of, how, what kind of losses did you have from that for not for not being able to fulfill your orders and stuff uh into the into the thousands uh, yeah because right. we we service over uh, over 100 uh, restaurants all across Klang Valley now and also right. to a lot of homes who have pre-ordered uh, mm-hmm. vegetables for their christmas dinners etc um, so when people cannot buy our produce, they would have to buy it elsewhere, right? So that's yeah. also a loss of opportunity for us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that's that's really uh, mm-hmm. difficult. Yeah. And we were looking at, we were actually banking on these two weeks for us to actually try to sort of make back in terms of the opportunity loss from the pandemic, from, COVID, uh, from yeah. the MCO. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that's, that was the hard part. The cleaning up part, um, we were short of manpower, but I think what was very... What was very, uh, what I was very grateful for was that we actually blast out to all our colleagues and say, hey, you know, whoever's at our leave, if you'd like to come back and help, we would really appreciate the assistance. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we managed to get a lot of them who were on leave to come back to help to just, you know, get their hands dirty and clean the farm. Um, so that showed a lot of unity and showed mm-hmm. a lot of um, love for the company mm-hmm. um, and for the brand also. Yeah. Are you up and running now? Yes, uh, okay. so thankfully we are. Uh, we managed Good. to actually uh, try to uh, claw, claw ourselves back uh, and we are able to um, you know, um, send to our restaurants um, and to our customers uh, in time for Christmas. Uh, okay. But however, it's just not at full capacity. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, okay, for those who are used to sort of going to the supermarket or even pasta puggies to get um, their veg, uh, what would be your you know, one line pitch as to why they should uh, choose to come shop with you instead? 
uh, one liner. I'm, I'm quite difficult yeah. with one line. You only get one line. That's it. <laughs> yeah, one line. Well, I mean, uh, Chaldean vegetables. Uh, um, I think one line I would say, or one word probably is uh, transparency. Uh, you actually be able to see the entire process of uh, the vegetable from uh, how it's grown all the way until it reaches your plate. And you can trust us and you can trust the brand um, that it is uh, the vegetables are good for you. Uh, we have grown it with a lot of love and care. Uh, and also uh, thinking of how it doesn't affect the environment in mm. that sense. So um, I've got a question for you then. If it's yeah. pesticide-free, can I yes. just rip up a lettuce and just start eating it like an apple? Yes, you can. Actually, in fact, I have a vegetable here. You can see. <laughs> Right. You and you can actually just like plug it, right? Uh, I, I didn't even wash it. You don't have to actually. You can just quickly rinse it. See, and you can actually just, just eat it straight away. That's the selling point for me is like, if it's something I don't have to wash on top of that, many things as a parent have to do, I'm there. Yes, correct. Okay, so John, <laughs> normally for our free plug uh, Friday guests, um, we, uh, it's usually JD this time, uh, it's the mm -hmm. rest of us team uh, sort of have created a free plug for you to be able to use across okay. your socials to try and help make some noise for you. So um, Smiley, if you're ready. Okay. okay. Ready? Have a listen to this. I think he's on uh, mute. Yeah, the audio's gone. Oops. Can you start again? Sorry. Share <laughs> screen. Okay, one more time. Uh, okay. No, you can't be on mute. I am. I need that. <laughs> one more time. Let's go. <laughs> I am a beautiful bok choy, fresh and pesticide free. And I am a juicy big heart tomato, sweet and ready to eat. I'm a head of romaine lettuce. Get your greens in. At Cultivate, we give our vegetables the TLC they deserve. We are urban farmers who cultivate the freshest organic vegetables using sustainable and eco-friendly methods. We bring them directly from the farm to your doorstep. Super fresh with flavor and nutrition guaranteed. To get in touch with us and to order our super clean greens, visit us at Cultivate.co. That's C-U-L-T-I-V-E-A-T dot co. Fresh as a summer Wow. <laughs> Thanks for that plug. <laughs> no problem. We're going to send it to you so that you can actually use it. Yeah, yeah. I think that would be great. Yeah. I think it'd be great if you could get like a bok choy and, um, you know, a romaine or lettuce or whatever to actually be, you know, yeah. voicing the parts on that particular <laughs> part of this ad. Um, so, okay. What is the best way it, for, for someone who's interested in actually buying your gorgeous leafy goodnesses to get in touch with you? Um, you can just uh, easily go to our website, www.cultivate.co uh, or through our Instagram or Facebook. Uh, and our team will be very happy to see you. Uh, Sorry about that. <laughs> actually, I was actually about to put in an order and then I saw your post about the damage and having to send you know, everyone's money back. And I was just like... Hmm. Uh. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, we actually open up already. Uh, we can start delivering next week onwards. So I shall make. I shall put in yeah. my orders. Yes, I will. Thank you so much for the support. 